What up, what up? Welcome to the Cast of Color, a show where diverse creatives discuss all things film, TV, and entertainment. My name is John Carter. I'm joined by the boy, Gerardo Molina. What's happening, my brother? Hello. We episode, out here. In episode the 61. Oh, episode 61, April 5th, 2022. We out yeah. here. Some uh, some Morbius. Yeah, got a dope episode lined yeah, up. We the best the, movie ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what we got lined up, my boy? We got Morbius. We got some news. We got some good news. We got some bad news. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking also about the Grammys a little bit. Yeah, the Grammys. We got a diversity report lined up for y'all. Easy. And then we're going to go into Morbius, which you'll want to stick around for. Or you can skip right to it because we have time scramps. Time, time, time scramps, baby. Yeah. In the description, like always. Yeah. Um, Click on those. They take you straight to. Yeah. Those are pretty yeah. cool. I know. Um, so, and John works really hard on those. Uh, you know, th- that <laughs> takes the most time in editing this shit. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> in those so, timestamps. So if you really. Um, don't care about uh, maybe you're <laughs> listening to this like a year from now mm-hmm. and you really don't care about the news that we're about to talk about like yeah. Moon Knight just came out for reference mm-hmm. um, by the time you're listening to this it might have ended really bad you're over you don't want to hear about that yeah so maybe skip ahead to the Morbius yeah. review you know um Either way, thanks for thanks for thanks for coming by. Yes, yes. Oh, and follow us. Follow the Cast of Color on all of our handles at Cast of Color on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Yeah, Cast of Color, not the Cast of Color. Easy, Cast easy. of Color. So we're gonna get started right here in, with our news segment. Hey. Our first piece of news here is a little sad. Um, so Bruce Willis is stepping away from acting. Yeah, the boy. Yeah, uh, he's stepping away from acting because uh, he has a disease uh, that makes him not able to. Uh, yes, I believe the com- comprehend speech. Or yeah, right? and I think it affects his cognitive ability. But it's uh, aphasia, I believe. That's is that what it's called? Um, I believe it's a p h a s i a something like that. Yeah, af- uh, aphasia. Aphasia, right? And uh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, essentially. Um, I, you know, I read an article about it saying how his diagnosis of this is bringing a lot more awareness to it. Um, I think it's a brain degenerative type of disease. Um, but that sucks, bro. I mean, we're talking four decades the no, boys yeah, put he, into he, the he, industry. Yeah, and, um, you know, this explains why he was doing a lot of random projects yeah. over the past few years, you know, just yeah. jumping in and out of stuff. Um, and it sucks because, like, um, yeah, I mean, obviously his life is going to be different um, just having this disease. But Oh, my gosh, yeah. He just behind a really big body of work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, he was one of those actors that started, you know, on a soap opera. <laughs> <laughs> so dope. And, and actually made it in acting, you know, and not just acting, like uh, he changed blockbusters, um, yeah, blockbuster man. heroes, you know, with stuff like um, Die, Die Hard. Hard. I mean, really just paved the way for, you know, <laughs> the the action genre, you know. he's Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that's why, you know, any of those guys in The Expendables, most of them have done something to, to, to <laughs> yeah. make action movies cool, you know. So Bruce Willis, man, real sad. I yeah. loved him in um what's your favorite what was your favorite uh, Bruce Willis movie? 
Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, well, give me your give me your top three. Oh my gosh, bro! You know one of my favorites is, and it's not the original Die Hard. I really love Live Free or Die Hard. It's, oh my god, the the one when it came back like to like two thousand six yeah, or seven. Yeah, like the rebooted one. I, Live I really, Free or Die Hard with his son, right? Yeah, that one was dope. Um, oh gosh, where, where else do I love Bruce Willis? You know, I'm, I'm trying to go back to to my childhood and and the nineties. I gotta God. go. I gotta go with uh, the Six Sense. Oh God, Six Sense. Uh, maybe. Uh, oh God, bro, Unbreakable. I was about Where to the say hell is my mind at? Unbreakable is one of my favorite Bruce. Yeah, I was. Willis I was about movies. to say Unbreakable, like yeah. next, and then obviously Pulp Fiction. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, bro, one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. Honestly, it's a Disney movie with this child actor. The dude was really popping at the time. The child actor and Bruce Willis played an older version of himself, and um, might have been called the kid. Is it like big? Um. <laughs> Something like that, but yeah, it was a very, it was a very cute movie, and uh, yeah, I, I loved Bruce Willis in it. Yeah, it's um, oh, all the more reason why this news is just so sad. And you know, being an actor, you understand the longevity um, that acting has. That's what's dope about the career path of acting. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's longevity in it. It's like this kind of disease normally comes when you get older. Yeah, this shit sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the movie is called The Kid. Yeah, The Kid. <laughs> Came out yeah, in 2000. I, yeah, but Unbreakable. Um, yeah, Live Free or Die Hard, <laughs> The Kid. Yeah, he's just... Yeah, I got yeah. some Bruce Willis memories, bro. Yeah, Bruce Willis, one of um, one of the best to do it. I mean, you just... We know who he is, you know? Uh, one of my mom's favorite actors. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> she likes Bruce Willis and Kevin Costner. <laughs> And, he, and he's Deep Impact, right? Is Bruce Willis Deep Impact? Or? I think he is. I yeah. think he is. Okay. Those were like, uh, I don't know why those people from American culture made it to my mom. <laughs> Kevin Costner. Oh, because she likes Field of Dreams. Oh, really Kevin, bro, my mom loves Kevin Costner. Um, Dude, why do my moms Why do moms like Kevin Costner? Oh, my mom used to watch um, Bodyguard with Whitney Houston. Oh, the Bodyguard. My, God, my, mom, my mom loves that one. Oh, that movie. And Whitney Houston uh, uh, sings Waterworld? I Will Always Love You. Yeah. Waterworld? Oh, Waterworld! <laughs> yeah, I love, I, you know I watched he was Waterworld. Robin Hood, fucking I, 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 I watched. We never owned Waterworld, but mm-hmm. um, my parents would rent it like once a month. Fucking Waterworld! People, <laughs> so, people dog that fucking movie. I, I loved it when I was little. I, <laughs> I, I watched it a lot. That's so funny. Uh, Waterworld, but um, that's Kevin Costner though. We'll talk about <laughs> him one, one day when something. That's its own topic. That's Superman's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you are my son. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, before we move on to this next piece of news, I wanted to ask you a little bit. Um, you mm-hmm. know, Moon Knight came out the first episode, and oh, we yeah. are going to be doing a full review of that once it comes out. Yes, we are. Um, guys, uh, you know, without giving away too much, you know, not too comprehensive. Would you like? Do you like the first episode? Yeah, I definitely. In this episode, you definitely feel the build. They didn't want to give away too much at all, and yeah. I think it's setting up for a pretty fun season but they definitely build you up the the entire episode you know what i mean it's yeah yeah i'm glad they didn't give away too much this is one of the best first episodes i think i've seen oh nice um yeah of a marvel disney show wow wow i feel you because usually usually it takes i'm like man we should have gotten two episodes or something you know um but this it told the it was good to Bro, give you didn't enough. hold back with you know the action was cool and you know it gave it just, you enough like, to go off of and, and Oscar yeah. Isaac is actually really charismatic <laughs> oh from fuck, the trailers yeah. it's like oh man this guy might be annoying but no he's he's just very likable 
No, very likable. Even his character is pretty grounded, just like a regular guy. And then yeah. it just, it, and that's the thing. That's why I like the build of this first episode, and it's worth it in the end. Yeah, it's a good first episode. Yeah, so we'll talk about more about that. When, yeah, more about Moon Knight when we do when we do the review. But uh, let us know what you guys think about Moon Knight. Uh, the boy has an accent. <laughs> Oscar Isaac. He has an accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, moving on. Um, are you a fan of The Crow? You know, I watched The Crow growing Brandon up. Brandon Lee. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're making a new Crow. I saw that. Is is it with the boy who played it? Yep, it's going to be Bill Skarsgård. Oh, Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise. He's going to be <laughs> playing uh, the new version of the Crow. Very good actor. Yeah. So I just wanted to see what your opinion was on that. Um, Shit, I think vis. I mean, just visually, I think it's a good selection. <laughs> I think it's a really good cast. You know, yeah. just when you know the Crow and you see this actor and just knowing yeah. how good of an actor that because this actor has some range. You watched the Crow when you were younger? Yeah, I watched. The, isn't there a sequel too? Isn't there a Crow? Yeah, but I don't think that one's. Like, yeah, the Crow is yeah. fucking dope. No, it's, I watched. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, the Crow like, reminds me of the wrestler Sting from back in the day. Do you remember the? Yeah, Sting. Yeah, <laughs> the WCW wrestler. Yeah, he, you know he, that's what always remind. That's what I. I think when I got older and, like, I saw Sting on TV, I was like, oh, that looks like The Crow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, The Crow. Yeah, that's a cool movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Tra- obviously, there's tragedy on that. Yes, very uh, much. Brandon Lee, uh, son of Bruce Lee, uh, yes. died uh, with a prop gun. Yeah, one of the uh, Hollywood uh, accents. Yeah, that was, the, that was a big one. Yeah, that was a big one, yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, rebooting old franchises, did you know that there was a new Munsters in, in the works? Monsters. You know the Monsters? <gasps> it, uh, from uh, it's like that fifties show where like Frankenstein has like a family and shit. <laughs> oh and, shit. Hell no. I ain't familiar. No, it's 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 <laughs> basically that. Um and it's like this like sitcom, right? Oh like, my god. From like the fifties or sixties. It's a, it's in black and white. Is it worth the reboot? Um well the, here's the thing. It's a, it's it's gonna be a movie directed by Rob Zombie. A movie directed by Rob Zombie. So, I don't know if this is going to be a super brutal version of the monsters. Right, I, have, bro. I didn't even know they were making this. The boy Rob Zombie's last shit he made. I mean, he did fucking Michael Myers, right? I mean, yeah, he, he did the Halloween movies. Yeah, the Halloween he did um, Devil's Rejects. Is this supposed to be lighthearted, um, this monsters reboot? Uh, I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I just thought that was an interesting piece of news that people would like to know about the monsters if they're familiar with that. Very well. Um, but. Yeah, it's just Rob Zombie, huh? Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. That was another Rob Zombie movie. Oh, yeah. I saw him live in concert a couple of years ago. Oh, shit. Rob was Zombie. Dope? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he has hits. He has so many hits. Yeah. He, he, uh, yeah, a lot of songs from on the radio and shit. You usually hear his songs at Halloween Horror Nights and shit, you know. <laughs> but um, Rob Zombie. The boy. I heard he's a real nice guy. Wow. Okay. Attack on Titan. Do you know anything about that show? Attack on Titan. It's an anime. Oh, yeah, very real, little. Real, real nerdy shit. Did you ever watch <laughs> any anime growing up? This is the anime section of the show, guys. <laughs> Remember, timestamps, guys. <laughs> uh, Did you ever watch shit. any anime? God, very limited, Gerardo, on the, the anime you I You didn't watch, like, uh, like, the Boondocks? Bro, I didn't watch the Boondocks. No? Did you watch... Uh, God, I, and I heard so much. People love the Boondocks. Dude, no, people, that was like everyone's a, uh, always quoting that shit. Oh hell! And that's the thing. I didn't watch the Boondocks, but you best believe I knew but what you knew the Boondocks about, was. You knew about a uh, pimp named Slipback. Oh hell that's, yeah! That was a pretty vulgar. <laughs> I mean, shit, it was on Adult bro. Swim. Yeah, Boondocks gives. And it, it didn't have the boy. Rest in peace. Um, um, the dad from Friday. Oh, John Witherspoon. 
I think it. I think it did. Passed away. I think he was like the grandpa or something. Yeah, or, yeah. And um, that was a. See, that was a. That's a pretty good early version of re- representation, you know. Oh hell Because yeah. I was like, man, it was a bunch of anime, and then it's like, well, this is like hell. black I mean, people. I yeah. And it was. Re- it wasn't even like racist or appropriate. It was like, well, this is like really. This feels legit. Oh, some nigga <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was written by niggas, and now I, when you heard Boom, I mean, some parents they were like, "You are not allowed to watch Boondocks. It is far too <laughs> R-rated and all that." But it, it's crazy to believe that that's you know that's really anime, you know, because of the, I guess sometimes you expect a certain kind of, you expect just action and all of this crazy adventures from anime to think well, that well, Boondocks you, is anime. You expect that, <laughs> you, um, yeah. You know, like uh, that's the thing. Of, you know, I don't watch a lot of anime, but. Um, recently, I started watching just some stuff. It's good. It's like uh, total yeah. twenty minute episodes of stuff, so it's really easy to just cool. watch. It's like uh, it's like watching cartoons, but with like uh, the, the plot can really go anywhere, which is right. It's nice, you know. I think they take a um, lot of risks. In- it, it is because it, it was like if um, it was like if if uh, American Studios actually had like the balls to mm-hmm. um, like. Um, Adapt like storylines that people like from comic books and stuff like that, right? Because that's what they're doing. A lot of it is based off of like you know the com- like the manga, the comic books over there. You yeah. Know? Um, so they're gonna be really good serialized storytelling type things, just like um, you know. And uh, I think we've been seeing its influence here, like a bit, like an in Invincible and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, basically Attack on Titan. So it's anime. It started like in what like 2014, I think. Oh shit! Okay. Um, it's barely on its fourth season. It took eight fucking years to Damn. get to the fourth season. Yeah. So on Netflix? What's it on? Oh, it's on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix and Hulu, just okay. the first couple seasons. But um, I think I think you'd like it because, uh, you know, like I said, I don't really like anime, but, like, this one is, like, all action, like, no filler. It's just, like... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I got to respect that. It's fighting. It's, it's, it's really um, violent, too. <laughs> so I think no it's, a, it's very good storytelling, but basically um, the, se- the series finale was supposed to happen this last Sunday. And uh, on the day of, um, they're like, oh, by the way, by the way, this was part two of the season finale of the last season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone had to wait a whole year in between the middle of the season for it to release. Fucking build up. So uh, now everyone has to wait a whole nother year for part three next year. Damn. Oh, I know, man. Uh, yeah. I guess it's worth the wait, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like that, that, That's the thing about these animated shows, like Invincible. It's going to be a minute for... Uh, Invincible, I yeah. think it's coming out early next year or maybe it's crazy end of this year. By that time, so much shit has come out. Yeah. It's, it's nuts to even think about. Yeah, but you know that's that's the thing about these anime fans. They'll wait like two years in between seasons and stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I no, think you'd be yeah. surprised at how um, you know uh, people we we consume media, but we don't really consume media. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, we elaborate. Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, the people that really, like, they'll be watching, like, like you know, like, two TV shows a day. Like, those type, like, you know, oh, the people yeah. that really, uh, uh, the, 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 there's like the, there's the people that love movies that like really like uh, they're 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 on Letterbox checking checking off movies you know they're just God I I feel you I feel um, you I know like, what you mean it's like we we do it but um, other people are more committed to TV shows and movies and etc a thousand percent I mean are, we are obviously very committed to it because we're doing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's like uh, um, we definitely have our other outlets yeah, you know but, you being a musician me being an actor and that yeah, yeah. but yeah so some people they my consume my point being like Invincible yeah. 
a two year wait is like not, a lot of people are used to this type Absolutely. of thing at this point. We're it's not too long. We we, we, <laughs> we we are very impatient. But, you know, the good shit we want right now, especially well, it's, Invincible. Well, it's because everyone also and that's the thing about the animes that's cool. You know, while you're waiting for something to come out, there's a, there's a bunch more stuff you could be watching. Yep. And that's how people do it. They fill in stuff. I'm just very picky. Yeah. <laughs> so with yeah. my serialized stuff. So I'm like, people tend to have some good recommendations for anime. Yeah. No, because yeah. it, it's it's big now. It's for everyone now. You know what I mean? It's like you're not just seeing like um, exactly. You know, back in the day, um, uh, of course, like um, there'd be the, you know, I had Japanese friends that really liked anime and Filipino friends that really liked anime, but the what we call weebs. There's a lot of white kids. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. Now it's like for... It's opened up. It's for everyone now. It's like uh, you see a lot of black anime fans. Good. You see a Good. lot of Latino anime fans. There's a lot of black anime. There's literally like uh, pages like called black anime fans. <laughs> like black anime. To follow and stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because um, it's like for everyone now, which is... That's dope. Which is cool, you know. Um, and that's uh, that's a cool... Assimilation of culture, right there, you know. Yeah, there's something for everyone. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, that's just a little bit on Attack on Titan, a little Easy. bit on anime. Easy. Didn't you watch Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I watched specifically the part of Dragon Ball Z. Like the main arc that I watched was, uh, you know, Majin Buu and. Um, <laughs> the last arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. You know. When, yeah, see, that's anime. Yeah, that's dope as fuck. I mean, I loved, I loved it, I, and that's. Yeah, so to answer your question from earlier, the one anime show I actually watched growing up was Dragon Ball Z. Not Dragon Ball, nothing else, just Dragon Ball Z. No Naruto? <laughs> yeah, no Naruto for me. Oh, yeah, you were a couple years. Because when I was in elementary school, that's when uh, I think Naruto started when I was like in third grade. <laughs> so, yeah. like, all the kids on the playground were like really into fucking Naruto. Obsessed. They had the headbands and everything. Yeah. yeah. They, one of my homegirls, she's fucking obsessed with Naruto. Yeah, no, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's for everyone now, you know? Because, like, uh, yeah. everybody growing up, like, stuff like Toonami made it accessible to everyone, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Toonami, that shit was tight. Toonami put people on. Yeah, it was just a bunch of anime. Yeah. So, um,. For the final part of our news segment, we're going to talk about the Grammys. And like oh, we said, yeah, um, yeah, you yeah. can just skip past this part. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the Grammys. Because uh, this is, uh, you guys probably care more about movies. <laughs> yeah, the motherfucking Grammys. That's very, very much uh, more lighthearted than this year's Oscars. <laughs> it's, 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 harder, it's harder to care. Oh, God. Oh, you know what? Grammys. Just a quick fun fact. Um about the Grammys, this is actually not the best <laughs> news, but um, it was one of the lower rated. A lot less people are watching it, pretty much. Yeah, because one of the, one of the lowest rated uh, ratings in a long time, and it was actually a pretty decent show. I watched the show from start to finish, um, but yeah, just one of the lowest ratings. Yeah, I think the problem is is that uh, first of all, no one has cable. Nobody watches shit live anymore, Bro, too. straight. That's a big problem. Everybody it, watches highlights yeah. after on, on YouTube. That's you all know? you need to keep up with the conversation. And honestly, it's expensive owning cable and all these streaming services. Yeah, We but, pay $65 for fucking YouTube TV, bro. That's how we watch this shit live. Yeah, yeah, see? And it's like, um, you know, I'm a musician, so I like the Grammys. <laughs> and uh, I would like to have a Grammy. I know some people do. <laughs> had a Grammy. Goal. <laughs> One of my old teachers had a Grammy. <laughs> That's fucking fly. So it's like um, the Grammys hold some merit, but at the same time, it's just like the Oscars. Like it's just yep. it's not it's not important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think people are, are also starting to get over the Grammys because uh, more people are into more independent music now. Um, yeah, stuff that um, 
isn't as mainstream, you know? Mainstream as fuck. And when you see some of the winners and nominations of the night, you understand why we say mainstream. Yeah, so that's, um, like, some of the winners is going to be, um, well, uh, he was, this was a nice surprise. John Baptiste, um, jazz yeah. musician, piano player, uh, piano player on the, one of the, the, yeah, late, the, the late night show, I think he's the band leader of, yeah, uh, a hell of a Col- performance of that night. Yeah, he was a band leader of uh, band leader for Col- Colbert's band. Oh no shit! The show, yeah, he killed. It. I didn't know who he was b- before that, but I was like, this He's dude is killing it. Oh, I, I've been telling you about him. He's the one that wrote the music for Soul. Yeah. Oh he, fuck, he, that's the boy, John yeah. Matisse. Yeah. Goddamn, he was way younger than I thought. No, yeah, he's a hey, John. He's, he's hold on, my fault, my boy. We we talked about. We we know who exactly who you are. I'm gonna keep it a stack, John. You look young as fuck. I I, <laughs> I watched you perform on the Grammys, and yeah, boy, you he's killed very, it. He's very young. Um, oh God, gave such a good speech, Gerard. His acceptance speech, John, if you're listening, oh, hell yeah. of an acceptance speech. You're so well-spoken. He was talking about how art is subjective, how music hits people at a certain time of their life, and they really just grasp onto it. Hell of a performance. The boy, John Batiste. Yeah, he's very talented, so I'm, I'm glad he won. Um, for best uh, pop duo group performance, we got Kiss Me More, you know, SZA and Doja Cat. That song well, was a slapper. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah, yeah, that song was great. Best new artist, the Olivia girl. Rodrigo. Oh man, she fucking wrapped up some at damn uh, the uh, last yeah, yeah. Grammy too. She, she grabbed a couple. Um, how, how is she up for best new artist? That's Gerardo. That's what I said. I was like, okay, I could have swore because she won for she driver's w- license last year, right? <laughs> right, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I thought she was, you know. But well, they had Saweetie I mean, as a nomination for Best New Artist. I'm like, I mean, well, Saweetie yeah. been in the fucking game. I mean, they also had this band called, like, Glass Animals. I mean, they've been around for a while. Eh, they were more indie. I guess they just got more mainstream. Like, they yeah. could do some exposure. But, I, like, Best New Artist, I don't know why Olivia Rodrigo would really need that award other than to, like, pat out her collection. Absolutely. Um, it's just an odd choice. Yeah, I was like, okay. I mean, because yeah. she was up there twice for the Grammys this year. I saw her get two different awards. Best record though leaves the door open. Oh yeah, by the, those guys from Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> the boys. Yeah, yeah it was funny yeah. when they got their award. Oh well, well deserved. Uh, Silk Sonic, a talented, talented group of uh, guys there. Yes, a uh, couple guys, uh, Anderson Pac, Bruno Mars. I just love how they've been committing to this character. Oh gosh, yeah. I know you're a big fan. Oh um, yeah, I've loved Bruno Mars. Very much well deserved. I don't think anyone was arguing they fucking won, bro. No, no. Uh, they just uh, finished up a uh, residency out in um, Vegas. They're in Vegas. Trevor yeah, Noah was... Uh, unless they're uh, still in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, Trevor Noah was announcing. He was like, yeah, they're over here in Vegas, Anderson Pack and Bruno. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, since we're on the topic of the Grammy, shouts to the Hawaiians putting on. There was a, whole, a Hawaiian musician, Kalani Pea, hmm. uh, won his third Grammy Award. Yeah, the third. board... Yeah, boys out there in some straight-up Hawaiian attire and nice. uh, putting on for the culture. So shouts to the boy. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, best rap album got Tyler. Call me if you get lost. Damn, Tyler the creator. Peter. Yeah, he wasn't even. I don't even think he was there, right? No, fuck no. I didn't see Tyler there. Nah, because <laughs> I told you, like, there's like less merit now. Tyler was part of that. I don't need to go down. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> Tyler, Tyler boy. Tyler, man, it's it was crazy to see him come up too. You ever watch a uh, Loiter Squad? No, Adult no, Swim back in the day, Loiter Squad. No, I didn't. It was like him and Odd Future, like the rest of Odd Future, like uh, Frank Ocean and all those guys. Oh, you know, Tyler, the creator, he's, he's my nephew fucking loves him. He has such yeah. a niche following, you know what I'm saying? Uh, his not style anymore. is... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, no, he's, it, was, it was niche. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's, it's not... Like, he's one of the 
P one is one of the most mainstream ones right now. Yeah, especially like, with the young, the youngins. My nephew's sixteen. A, he yeah. fucking swears by Tyler the Creator. Well, I mean, people my age too, because um, Tyler the Creator's first album dropped when I was uh, a freshman. Yeah, but I remember in, his ownership. In, uh, you said this Bruno Mars <laughs> <laughs> a year did. ago. I was poor somewhat. <laughs> now, I yeah. mean, he, yeah, he disses the fuck out of out of uh, out of Bruno Mars. Yeah, he was edgier back then. Oh yeah, edgier. he was unorthodox as fuck when he first but, came out. Bro. You know, he's probably from Pasadena. No, oh, the boy. Yeah, and a lot of loiter squad. You just see them in downtown Pasadena, That's just, just fucking around. Yeah, not one of my favorite artists. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not a Tyler fan. Yeah. But I have you listened to his newer stuff? No, I haven't. Oh well. Yeah, I'm out uh, to fuck listen, with it. Uh, start, uh, yeah, yeah, because I mean, um, he's completely changed styles. Oh, good. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but he produces all his stuff too. That's dope as fuck. So man. he's he's kind of like Kanye. Okay, I'm gonna have to fuck with the boy, man. Especially being a California dude, and yeah, just and never been my style. I'll be be honest. Like Tyler the Creator yeah. is not some shit I'd normally be listening to. Yeah, it's also more like it's not as um, it's outside of the mainstream. A thousand um, percent. Um, well, it's it's it is mainstream, but it's it's uh, outside of the mainstream trap stuff that's been very prominent. <laughs> yeah, bro, which yeah. when you have that just on uh, just on play all the time, you get tired of that. I get tired of trap. I I just yeah. I, so I'm very open to new artists, not new artists, well, but he's, um, he's all, uh, Tyler Tyler's been in the game for a minute. Yeah. I'm saying just artists who I normally don't uh, listen to. Yeah, he's, so. he's he's very creative. So yeah. I would give it a listen to just because. It's good for creativity. Yeah, he's a creator. You know um, what I mean? Yeah. So he's definitely someone that, uh, yeah, people fuck with. We see uh, Best Song, Leaves the Door Open. Yeah, yeah. Well, well deserved again by the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, driver's License. Uh, wow, she just won another another one. Olivia Rodrigo, dri- Driver's License. Um, the Ye, girl. Ye and uh, Jay-Z with, the, uh, with Jail. That's dope. Best rap song. Fucking love that song. Yeah, and then Hurricane won a best melodic rap performance uh, by uh, Hurricane by uh, Kanye, featuring The Weeknd. And oh, uh, shit. And there's a little baby, but that that was off of Donda as well. Yeah, Donda was up there for best album. I was I'll pick Donda, <laughs> but people, <laughs> Donda. My, yeah, people were like fuck no. Uh, best pop vocal album, Olivia Rodrigo again. That makes up her yes. third one, right? Because she won three. And then. Uh, Summer of Soul, best uh, music film. Did you get to watch any of Summer of Soul? No, no, oh. I haven't. Oh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's on Hulu. Okay, it's dope. Yeah, oh, it's, fuck uh, me. it's about um, music festival. Same year as Woodstock, I think, nineteen sixty nine. Oh no shit! Uh, all black. Oh, well, very. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it's pretty much all black. I think it was in Harlem. Oh damn! I'm sleeping. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very okay. Yeah, that, that, that's what Questlove won for last yeah. week at the the Oscars. At the Oscars, yeah. He won for the same movie. That's why it was cool when he presented because he was like, "I'm going from aunt's. God." Even he gave a good presentation speech. He said that we're creating a memory for an artist right now, and I'm really. He said, "You never forget your first. I'm very glad to be, you know, be part of someone's first in this moment." I was like, oh, "Such good presenters give you such good quotes." So yeah, no. <laughs> and, then, and then he won. Um, yeah, that's right dope. there. He won. He won best music film for uh, Wow Summer of Soul. So. Got you. Got um, you. Some very well-deserved Grammys, I think, this year. There's some solid nominees. Um, I'd have to agree. I, lo- I like the nominations yeah. and the winners. There's some controversy with some... Like, the, I didn't know that. Uh, one of the, one of the categories, I forgot which one, uh, they actually tied. I mm. think it was best, uh, best female performance, something like that. They tied. Oh. My thing with this one is just I thought Olivia Rodrigo was kind of... 
I feel like I'd already swept. seen her last. Yeah, so I feel like we already saw her last Grammys. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't she win uh, some shit uh, the last Grammys? I don't watch the Grammys. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, I know. I assume everyone that's, that's famous has won, like, a Grammy. Because <laughs> 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 they, just, they just hand those things out like hotcakes sometimes. Right, right. Exactly, bro. If you're popping, you're yeah. getting one. You ever have a hotcake? <laughs> it's not, it's, I think it's like, well, it's, it's kind of like a pancake, but it's like a street pancake. <laughs> you ever have a hot day? Like, you ever had like street pancakes? No, Do you know no. Like, like Mexico, like uh, uh, my aunt's like brother, like uh, had like this little little stand. Uh, <laughs> just be, be be cooking up uh, be cooking up hot cakes at hot the cakes. corner. These ain't pancakes, baby. They hot just, cakes. Just make it, roll it up. Just give it to me. You you wouldn't even need to put syrup on them. Just be eating those, <laughs> just be eating those hot cakes. I ate like fucking five of them. I was like, <laughs> I was like eight years old. They're like, yeah, you're going to eat another one? I was like, yeah. Bro, you would eat that shit. <laughs> that sounds cool. She was in, yeah, the Mexico too. Everything tastes different, so. <laughs> oh, I'm already knowing. It's a lot. It's a lot better. You been to Mexico? No, I've never been to Mexico, bro. Really? Where have you, where have you, you been to Afghanistan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <laughs> not Mexico. It's not Mexico. I've been to Europe. You've been to Europe? Yeah, I went where to I? Norway. Oh, you went, to, yeah. Duh, yeah, we went, went to Norway. Norway. Um, yeah, by the way, for people that don't know, John went to Norway for a play, a Norwegian play. Yeah, yeah, over from Citrus College. We pulled up to Norway. Oslo? <laughs> yeah, Oslo was the, the main city we went into. Then we went to the island of Andoya. Andoya. Yeah, a Norwegian island where we were at for 10 days. We were... About a week, actually. Yeah, you were the black... Uh, <laughs> the black cat. The black cat. <laughs> a French resistance fighter. <laughs> I, and I do a British accent. <laughs> but, um, yeah, bro, it's... Uh, but yeah. yeah, 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 traveling the world. Uh, traveling the motherfucking world. Do it if you can. Uh, I've only been to, yeah, Mexico, and, like, I don't think Vegas counts. Yeah, I'd love to go to Mexico with, you know, you and someone who just has family out there. It would be a much different experience than just the touristy shit, you know. <laughs> going to Cancun. <laughs> Cancun or Cabo or just partying like everyone does, and they go down there. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, 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 it's, it's, it's bomb. You just got to eat a lot of street food when you're out there. I'm so, with it. That's so you got to be ready for Alrighty, folks, we're moving into the diversity report. Oh, report, yes, report. the diversity report. So, uh, April, it is the month of April, and um, the nation is recognizing National Arab American Heritage Month. So, I believe this is relatively new. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know where this came about. Right. I'm glad it, it exists, though. It's same, bro. Because I, um, we give so much representation to other groups. But yeah, yeah nobody, go ahead. nobody ever talks about Arab Americans. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, for real. Let, let's. I mean, if we're a show that prides ourselves on talking about diverse topics, and it's like, you know, so many groups of people get their own month of recognition. Um, most notably, Black History Month, every February. It's like that's ingrained in people at this this time. So I think it's good that, you know, the president, Joe Biden, is, you know... Um, Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. And that's its own conversation. Gas, am I right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Those stickers, the I did this stickers. Oh, my oh God. My God it's so annoying. Fucking whatever. But, um, yeah, so it's cool that, you know, the president actually legitimizes this kind of recognition um, here in America. It gives Americans a good chance to just... Um, learn about certain cultures every month. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you got to remember, if you're a grown-ass person out there and you're hating on this, <laughs> if on. a little Arab kid in class hears about it, they're going to be like, wow, I'm Arab. That's cool. I get a month. Absolutely. And that's what's important. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm, well, that's 12 months in a year. Let's, <laughs> let, let's try to acknowledge every aspect of Americans as we can. So I think this is really so cool. We're just going to give everyone. Where, where's white? <laughs> I don't see a white, white history month. <laughs> this is called U.S. history. <laughs> that's just uh, American taught history. In school. So don't worry. We, we get that all the time. Um, history taught in school. But yeah, so th- that's pretty cool. So that's April. Um, yeah, again, immigrants with origins from Arab. Everybody arrive from the U.S., contribute to the nation's investment in science, business, technology. Listeners, do your own research. It's pretty cool that this is um, a new recognition. So that's the month of April. The second half, the diversity report. I read this pretty cool article on the Washington Post. And pretty much it's just explaining how um, the process of under-evaluation, which is evaluating the, the value of homes. So in this article, it's explaining how black and brown Neighborhoods, even when it's filled with very rich black and brown people, those neighborhoods are still undervalued compared to white neighborhoods. Mm. Uh, I guess which wasn't a surprise, you know. It's just unfortunate that even affluent black and brown people, their neighborhoods are not valued as high as white neighborhoods. So um, a 2021 study from Freddie Mac found that 12.5% of appraisals for home purchases in black neighborhoods and 15.4% in Latino neighborhoods came in below the contract price compared with 7.4% of appraisals in white neighborhoods. Um, So if I'm looking for a house... Yes. Will it be cheaper if I live next to a lot of Mexicans? Like, <laughs> it, like me? And that's the thing, bro, because it would be. So I'm a homeowner. I used the VA home loan through the military to get our first home, which we did last year. And we live in Upland, which is, you know, yeah. decent property value, and, um, mostly yes. white. <laughs> yeah, so you're, you're, yeah, so... Yeah, so... lives in a nice neighborhood, yeah. everyone. Oh, bro, what? It's putting our daughter on. So we grew up poor as fuck. We're over here in this white-ass neighborhood. But, <laughs> you know, it's safe. And we're very intentional with making sure our kids grows up in a safe neighborhood mm-hmm. um but yeah bro our home value is higher because of not just the demographic but because of you know the fact that it's upland so it's interesting to hear that an affluent name like i mean the it was describing the income of some of these black and brown families in the area and they're fucking rich and the, their mm-hmm. homes are amazing but it's black and brown people so just it, it's crazy how you know yeah this is something that uh, affects the seller more right than um yes than a buyer because absolutely me as a buyer i'm like Exactly. Sounds bad. (laughs) I'm okay living next to black people and living next to brown people. And if it's cheaper, uh, yeah. Straight up. And I'm glad you brought that up because this article is about a family, a black family, who their home is appraised at $300,000 less now Mm. than it was back then. Ooh. So it's it's a lot. So to your point, it's way worse for the seller because mm-hmm. they they're buying these things they think are investments, and it's only depreciating. But if you go to Orange County, where it's nothing but white people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like your home is only going to appreciate. Um, so again, this is just one of those problems that comes with um, yeah. years of. More, I mean, this is a more money, more problem situation. Yeah. Uh, that I yeah. uh, that you know, it's like I don't got to worry about it. It's <laughs> a more money, more problem. Yeah. Uh, it just be like that. And, um, you know, hopefully, uh, if it affects enough people, uh, people will be fed up with it and try to push for change. Exactly. That, that's the thing, though. It has to affect enough people. That's usually what, you know, exactly, what happens. Bro. And yeah, it has to affect enough people and the right people who are going to yeah. just, who are willing to speak well, up and actually push policies. Because people that own a house, they already kind of inherently have generational wealth. 
Yeah. So this is. Um, You're saying most people who owe, who own a home. Yeah, yeah. If someone if someone's trying to sell a house, right? Mm-hmm. They, they already kind of say say they already own it, right? Oh, got you. Got you. Like you're already. Establishing, yeah, you already like you already have something to pass down. Right? Exactly. Already, so yeah, in our case, we just bought this home. Mm-hmm. It's like we're already we're building equity already. Exactly. You yeah. know, we, we bought this home for. I don't want to put fucking numbers up, but yeah, we we bought this home at six thirty. Now it's worth like seven, fucking yeah. something. You know, and so it, keep it, going because it's a nice area. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And these other homes in these fucking neighborhoods, they're they're going down in value. So that imagine that. Imagine buying a home in a million dollars. Years down the line, the shit is valued at seven hundred thousand. It's like, oh god. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's um, but those people are like to my point. I was gonna say is like those yeah. people already kind of have this generational wealth. Yes. And and this level of status. So I don't know if they would band together and try to push for change because <laughs> I feel like when you're broke, you're like, hey, let's go out there. Oh, let's. bro. If when you're hurting, you're like, hey, we got to go on these fucking streets and protest. But like, we are we are fucking they're like, struggling. Oh, oh, darn. This is worth 200,000 less dollars. Bro, do you know what the numbers were in this specific article, bro? It was a rich-ass black family. <laughs> it was valued at 1.5 million a few years ago. Now it's 1.2. Oh, no. <laughs> So it's like we're over here talking about. I'm like, this is a rich ass black it's family. Like, I'm like, like, God damn. I'm like, what the fuck y'all do for a living? Like, it's in Maryland. It's a home in Maryland. And um, oh, again, this damn. is. A, if it's worth a million dollars in Maryland, that's a mansion. And you know what? I, I love because the homeowners are describing how, you know, we want our black kids to grow up in a neighborhood where they don't feel like they're being stereotyped. They're not being harassed by law enforcement. They're able to grow up around other black families and brown families who are not only affluent but successful because mm-hmm. it gives them good role models. Yeah. Uh, so, it, yeah, it does suck hearing that these neighborhoods are good. But yeah, our, our but. But yeah, hopefully these people can band together. Live in the hood. (laughs) That's 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 what. what, You know, and it's it's a hard subject. It's it's hard. It's like um, because like um, depending on on how you grew up or what your situation is, your mindset's going to be different about it. A thousand percent. Um, You might have a harder time feeling sorry for these people, Mm -hmm. or you might totally sympathize with them. you know that's your that's your prerogative as um as uh that song says <laughs> yeah it, it's, in this situation homes should be valued at the same that and it's like we hear that white neighborhoods are being valued at a higher rate mm-hmm. and not a higher rate but just at a higher value so yeah. I um, mean houses are also just worth so much fucking money for no reason and not yeah. not the houses by individual homeowners but I'm talking like the houses owned by real estate companies right and they it's are, like and they it's are like, worth so much money and it's owned <laughs> like the whole neighborhoods are owned by one fucking real estate company right bro and it's like who's conducting these these evaluations and determining that white neighborhoods are more valuable and that's I guess, I guess that's kind of where Zillow <laughs> right <laughs> fucking Zillow so that's where you know policymakers and people need to push like hey we need to make sure that black and brown neighborhoods and not just white neighborhoods are being valued at the proper value I don't fucking know what goes into that but yeah, uh, yeah. but also Good. like yeah. maybe stop making shit so expensive too Maybe um, all home values don't have to go up by a million dollars like every five years. Yeah. Because um, it's kind of ridiculous now, um, some of these prices. Like, oh, my God. Oh, as you know, I mean, you were looking around, so you know. Yeah. Especially towards like LA and stuff. Like, yeah. And you know, with, yeah, it's. It's like a million dollars and you get like a one bedroom out. It's crazy. I mean, you know, when you're out in the house hunt, the things that are closer to LA, lower quality homes, smaller in size. Like how much older. would a, How much would a two bedroom like um, 
15 minutes away, a two-bedroom house from uh, downtown L.A. Yeah, so a two-bedroom, uh-huh. like, a, like a house. Yeah. Or, with yeah. a nice little backyard. Right, with a nice little backyard. Bro, it's, it's probably going to be 15 minutes from L.A., yeah. Right, it's probably going to be anywhere from seven to eight hundred thousand dollars, and if it's a nice house, God, because seven to eight hundred thousand dollars is like is like barely a gate in the front, no street parking, <laughs> you don't have a driveway, <laughs> right? And when you're talking homes in California, it's like you know, any, it's just like three hundred at least, you know, and yeah. So it's just yeah. yeah. So, Interesting read though. So listeners, go ahead and look up that article in the yeah, let us the know Washington what, let us Post. Know what you think? Like I said, this is a hard subject. It um, is. Yeah. It's it's hard to. Uh, uh, just uh, determine what the right course of action is to do. Exactly. So let yeah. us know what you guys think. That was our uh, our rant about homeownership <laughs> in California and how it's yeah. fucked. <laughs> that is the diversity report, though, my brother, and that brings us into the do, 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 do. the the main section, the movie review section. The movie review today. Morbius. We're going to be reviewing um. Uh, the best cinematic experience. <laughs> best damn movie of 2022. <laughs> of oh, all gosh. time, you mean? No, oh, I'm sorry. Best uh, superhero film of uh, all time. Honestly, <laughs> like I haven't, I haven't felt this way since uh, since watching uh, 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 Avengers: Infinity War. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Sarcasm, guys. <laughs> People get like, these guys are fucking. No, I don't stupid. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's great. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear it, though. So, uh, Morbius. Um, Michael it's Morbius. About, <laughs> yeah, this doctor, Michael Morbius. Uh, some of you might be familiar with him. I, I know him from uh, the, the the Spider-Man show from oh, the yeah. 90s. Oh, yeah. That's my Blade, first Blade comes in. Yeah. Helps him out with it. That's, that's why it's cool. Yeah, so... Um, so some of you might know about him, some of you might not. Very random character to spin off. Yeah, you know, you know, without the presence, there are some characters that without the presence of the main protagonist, that in this case being Spider-Man, you just kind of scratch your head, like, just what is, the, is it going to move this entire universe forward or what? And we'll get well, into I mean, that. I mean, it's, it's like the same universe as Venom. So yeah, it's just the character itself. It's like, man, if you're gonna, and if you're gonna bring this character in, you mentioned Blade earlier. I was, I was excited at the possibility of that because makes oh, sense. Oh no, because no, because Blade is Marvel for sure. Now. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, why? So why? But why do we need this? But whatever. We're talking. Uh, about it's it's. A, I think it's important to note that this movie went into production a little bit after Into the Spider Verse, Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse. So it was before um, a lot was solidified for Spider-Man No Way Home, you know? It's a few nope. years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. At the time, you know, uh, it's before I think Toby and Andrew were even cast for the even movie. Even committed? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even... So it was made... It was developed and made in a different time. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, after Spider-Man No Way Home, there's a, lot, a lot has changed when it comes to the Spider-Man. Um, yeah. We'll get, and by the way, spoiler alert, obviously, and uh, we can do spoilers, and we'll get into the post credit scene later. We'll get into uh, what went on behind the scenes in the future of uh, yeah. the Morbius verse, the best damn universe ever, <laughs> cinematic universe made. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a very so complex film, so... <laughs> He's 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 conflicted, John. He <laughs> has to drink blood to stay uh, alive. Oh, but boy. he's a good guy. <laughs> this movie's about Doctor Mar- Michael Morbius. Good he's boy. a uh, doctor who has developed uh, synthetic blood, blue blood. Yes, um, the blue stuff. 
Yeah, blue stuff. He has uh, developed synthetic blood. Uh, it's pretty cool. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was interesting. I was like, that's a cool idea. Like, this guy came up with fake blood. Yeah. And uh, was able to uh, save a bunch of lives, like in Afghanistan, whatever we hear about later on. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty, I thought that was pretty cool. Cool little world building there at the beginning. Yeah, a little science-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, this movie is at its core about two friends. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. We get uh, Milo, uh, which is uh, Michael Morbius's friend. His real name isn't Milo. Exactly. So confusing. I mean, it's in the movie, it's, it's Lucian. Lucian, you're right, but Milo was his old Lucan, roommate. Lucian. Yeah, well, you see, the, the the joke was that um, mm-hmm. he just keeps having different roommates and they just keep dying. <laughs> yeah, so like, everyone's Milo. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, <laughs> they could have executed it better. So stupid. It was, it was very dumb. It was so stupid. Um, the uh, Michael Morbius and Milo, they both have this uh, disease that makes them not able to walk and yeah. will kill them eventually. <laughs> I guess they are they are the two of the longest survivors I think. Oh, they have to get like uh daily injections just to just to stay alive. Yeah. Uh it's awful awful looking disease. We see the boy Jared Leto just walking around boy. on these uh on these crutches. Yeah, it's like, I'm a like bone I'm like, degenerative. I'm like this man's legs work. <laughs> He's over here just fucking limping about on these crutches there's a story i saw i don't know if it's true or not maybe it is um apparently he needed a wheelchair to go to the bathroom in between in between shooting because he just went full method apparently is it worth it for a movie like now let's shoot so well well to be fair to be fair uh the movie looks like it was hella chopped up and edited yeah, uh, it, it, I don't think that this is it, the way it was intended to be seen at all. Because mm-hmm. um, there is some weird stuff going on back and forth. Um, f- the there's there's an intro to the to the thing which I thought was going to come back later. I thought that was an origin story. Yeah, where he goes and there's some bats and uh, oh my god, the first line that just made me crack up in the theater just Do you need a doctor? And I didn't watch the trailers by the way. Mm-hmm. But he said, Do you need a doctor? And Michael Morbius goes, I am a doctor. A and he's chuckle. over here on no, his little crutches. <laughs> yeah, and that's straight from the fucking trailer. Right? Oh my god. Yeah, and bro, to your, I mean, to him going full method, which you know Jared Leto has done. He's done that with you know Joker role way back in the day. I'm all about an actor doing what they need to do to prepare for a role. I'm just like, but you don't need to get in a fucking wheelchair between takes, you silly bastard. It's, just it's, silly. Not, it's, it's just not silly. even for this role. Not even. And the thing about him, he's a good enough actor. It's where he doesn't need to do that. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's a great actor. Hell yeah. It's like, it's not, I ain't knocking his performance on this. His performance wasn't bad. It was uh, just, it was, yeah. It was, it looked like, I'm, it looks like they edited a lot of the movie out. Yeah. Uh, so I. Because it feels rushed. This movie feels yeah, rushed. It does. So we get this intro. And then right after the this intro, bats start flying towards him. We get this flashback. Mm-hmm. And then we get a flash forward. <laughs> the flashback is where he meets Milo or whatever. And then, right. And then, they, and then there's a flash forward where they're growing up together. Yeah. And then there's another flash forward to the present day again. But we're not on the island with the bats anymore. Now we're in a lab. No, no, now we're, no, no, now we're at the Nobel Prize Awards. Uh, Jerry Little wins a Nobel Prize... And it doesn't get much more interesting from there. 
he, yeah. he he's an incredible mind, and his boy is resourceful and rich. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, I'm like, where did his boy accumulate this wealth? I thought he was an orphan. No, he wasn't an orphan. He was just. Uh, I'm not an orphan. He's just he had he's this just disease. He yes, he had this school. disease. Right. So clearly, he yeah. comes from money. And Michael Morbius is uh, he was just rich. I mean, not rich. Uh, just rich in rich in intellect. Rich in mm-hmm. intellect. So they say. pay for his expenses, but apparently, the antagonist, the boy, actually comes from money. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, okay, got it. Yeah, that that the the antagonist is Matt Smith, uh, one of the Doctor Who's. You ever watched Doctor Who? No, I haven't. I mean, he was a the antagonist was a good actor. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a British guy. Um, <laughs> they're just aren't they just the best <laughs> British <laughs> actors? They're very good. The makeup on them looked awful when they're when they're all diseased. When they're no, all no, diseased. I mean, the makeup looked good okay. because they looked awful. Yeah, they looked like they were diseased. <laughs> they looked <laughs> fragile. Over here, about to heel haul. Yeah, keel over and die. But um, Jared Leto basically gets his powers uh, very quickly by fusing bat blood and human blood and injecting himself with it. And I like I like the fact that they kind of got right into it. They didn't really waste. No, no like, the th- he became a yeah. vampire very early on. That's the thing about <laughs> this movie. There's not a lot of like random scenes of people just talking to each other it's a lot of it's one scene after another which yeah. I appreciated absolutely absolutely within this hour and 45 minutes it, it, it's not like this was the worst movie ever some people are literally like treating this like the worst movie ever this was better than Thor the Dark World mm-hmm. yeah like, bro and you know when people go on and see the scores that it was given they're just assuming that it's the worst fucking thing and they're not even watching it it's like yeah well the audience score is actually like a last time I checked a 69 oh that's good and the because the fucking Tomatoes critics is like 13 percent yeah, yeah. Like sixteen percent or some yeah. shit. Um, it's not the worst movie, and I don't. Some people actually like it. Um, I mean, me, I actually, I actually <laughs> like this movie. I, I love. <laughs> oh, I love this that movie makes so much. one of us. <laughs> uh, this movie's amazing. Um, I just I fuck with Michael Morbius, bro. Like you mentioned yeah. earlier, the, you mentioned that Spider-Man animated series. I'm, I'm I really love his character. The in movie's that just so short, and so much happens. It's really hard to like really point anything out about it because mm-hmm. everything just moves. It at, moves. Yeah, it just moves. Um, Tyrese ass in this fucking movie. Oh, I'm yeah, like, see, Jesus. Uh, I'm, you see, I forgot he was he was in it, bro, and then I, he wasn't because the two cop roles are so just cut and paste cop roles. I think that they work a lot was cut out. Yeah, I feel um, like. Tyrese, before the movie came out, he was saying how his arm, like, you know how he had, like, a weird arm? Yeah. Uh, it was, like, a CGI arm. It was supposed to have, like, superpowers or something. Bro, are I, you serious? He was supposed to have, like, a special, like, robot arm or something. Because, oh, Jardo, thank you for pointing that out. There's a scene where he's he has something on his arm. You know what it almost looks like? It almost looks like the shit from No Way Home that Peter Parker's wearing to zap <laughs> all the villains back into their cages. <laughs> like that, right? To Doctor Strange's lair. I'm like, what the fuck is Tyrese no, wearing on his goddamn arm? No, he was supposed to have, like, a robot-type arm or and something. Then, and went and nowhere then, with it, and, and yet then, they still had it in the movie. Yeah, and then, like, if you look at the set pictures, like, it, he has, like, the little sleeve on. And he had his hand in the pocket like the whole time, the whole movie. It was, it was very distracting. Bro, and I just, one, I'm not even a fan of Tyrese that much anymore. <laughs> I used yeah. to be a really big fan of Tyrese. Um, so, I mean, his role, they really, I can see that he, they wanted to do more with it. So, the fact that you keep, that you said in, that he, it, it feels signed, cut, you're so right. Like, the movie feels like they're just, he shit signed was cut on out. for a three movie deal. He, Tyrese signed on for a three movie deal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? And then in this movie, they just cut his part out for like the complete second half. Oh my god! Not relevant at all in the movie. Um, poor Tyrese. Uh, <laughs> little side note here: You remember that Martin Scorsese thing he said about uh, 
about comic book How movies. How can I forget, Gerardo? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I reread it every morning. I remind myself that Martin Scorsese doesn't like <laughs> every day Marvel I wake movies. Up. Well, uh, someone made a, a shit post on Instagram. They, they put like a picture of Martin Scorsese and a fake quote on top. That was like, um, Morbius has completely changed my mind about comic book films. They, it is like a masterpiece, something like that, right? <laughs> and Tyrese posted this shit on his Instagram and said, wow, wow, wow. Oh, my God. Thank you, Mike, Michael Scorsese, uh, Martin Scorsese, for your kind words or whatever. Uh, he had to del- he deleted it after people pointed out that it was a fake post. But Tyrese. He's been going ham. He's been posting like. Bro, threw that up and it was fake. Yeah, dude, on the release date of Morbius. You are a fucking idiot. I shit you not, on the release date of Morbius, (laughs) uh, on his Instagram, he posted a picture of himself uh, uh, with the the Marvel logo on top, and he said, I've been holding in this secret for years, and now I can finally tell you all y'all been asking me, and this is very bad grammar, there's like no punctuation, all y'all been asking me if uh, Morbius is in the Marvel Universe, one answer, yes. That's (laughs) That's what Tyrese said. Asshole, we knew that when we saw. <laughs> no, okay, bro, we we knew that for a minute when goddamn. Okay, spoiler uh, alert. I mean, in, even well, in the trailer. Well, in the, no, look. So in the in the trailer, we see a, a graffiti of Spider-Man, right? That he walks past. Yes. It's not in the movie at all. Apparently, the director of the movie uh, had no idea they put that in the trailer because it wasn't in the movie ever. Yeah. That shot of when they're walking past the Spider-Man graffiti. Was not in the fucking movie ever, and Gerardo, I was waiting for that moment because no, the the director literally said that uh, they threw that in the trailer, like he didn't know, like that was never in the movie. It was Bro, never and going so many to people be in the were movie. talking about how that was supposed to be Andrew Garfield's universe. Did, did you hear anything about that? How the, well, it was, well, it, it might have been. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. I got some stuff for that. I got some stuff for that. But even right him now. revealing that this was part of the MCU, it's like we already saw in the trailer that. We we saw this in the trailer that Adrian Toomes was part of the. They well, didn't hide this. Well, he was uh, he was supposed to be in the actual movie, and uh, we'll talk about the post credit okay. scene in a bit. But he was supposed to end up in the actual movie, and we'll talk about that in a bit. But just towards the end of the movie here, um, we have uh, we start to talk about his uh, his love interest. Michael Morbius is a doctor. Oh yeah, she's a doctor. Gosh, I forget what other movie she's in. I forget. I she's no in. She's in a few idea. things. Yeah, but uh, she was a doctor. Her character. I don't know why her character existed. Mm. <laughs> like um, the love interest of Michael Morbius. They're both doctors. She's really helping him. You know, find this cure. Is she supposed to be a sidekick type thing? Is it supposed to be like? I don't know. Basically, at the end of the movie, the villain uh, kills her. So. Michael Morbius drinks her blood. Um, she bites his lip, though. I was going to uh, say, let's, let's remember that. There was an exchange. I didn't even catch yeah. that. My wife had to point that out. I'm my nephew. They're like, well, at first, like, she bite his lip, then he bit her. And then so she, that- she drinks a little bit of his blood. Yeah, so it was the proper um, transfusion to get her... Uh, <laughs> so he... At the very end of the movie, she she just revives uh, somehow. But this oh is the very end. I was like, I thought the movie was going to keep going and that was going to be a thing. But no, the movie literally ends with her reviving. Bro, they cut Morbius that, sh- that movie ends and you're like, the sunset. Yeah, uh, Morbius uh-huh. fights evil Morbius. 
um, at the end of the movie. It looks like, it looks like a video game. Bro, and, you know, the relationship between them, they were homies. They were brothers. They, they were literally saying that, you know, they're brothers. And then the fucking, all, all of a you sudden... You gave me my name. <laughs> what? That's what the villain says. The yeah, and, you know, him. he goes from being homies to just feeling rejected by not getting this serum, and then he becomes his arch nemesis. It was just... His yeah. movie was kind of convoluted to yeah. me. It was just... And the tie-in to the... Uh, you know, I'll let yeah. you talk about the, the post credit scene. Yeah, so let's talk about the post credit scene. Uh, the first post credit scene, uh, we get a... Um, the Vulture gets teleported into this universe through that purple space ripple from uh, the end of No Way Home. The purple space ripple is going to be the event that just launches into all, so I many... Fucking <laughs> guess. I fucking guess. Didn't you get that vibe, bro? Once they <laughs> did that, I was like, oh, this is the new event that's gonna They're lead gonna, off yeah. into all the other universes Yeah, every other shit. movie is like gonna be like, oh, this purple event. It's like, oh, that's <laughs> fucking Spider-Man. Damn you it, want, You know Holland. how this happened? Because of the purple... That, do that's do how. you know how this happened? Because Tom Holland didn't make it into MIT. That's, that's how this happened. Because Tom Holland's little girlfriend didn't make it into fucking MIT. IT. So now the fucking vulture is gonna what team up with Michael okay, Moore. Okay, so at the at the first post credit scene, right? He teleports into the jail and they just let him out because I guess in this universe they had no reason to. <laughs> dude, what? bro, I don't, this I don't think Michael up. Keaton knows what's going on, dude. Like he literally said that about Batman. He was like talking about the multiverse. I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just an old man reading lines. Bro, you know, I was like, you know what the best part about that scene was? That it was Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm like, hey, the boy. You want to go nuts? Yeah, you want to go nuts? Let's, Let's get, get nuts. nuts. <laughs> Classic. I love, I Classic love Batman. fucking Bruce Wayne. You, uh, <laughs> you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. <laughs> you, know, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moon, right? <laughs> But yeah, Nicholson. bro, you know, that the event. Shouts Jack Nicholson. Oh, shouts to the boy. Sh- shouts Michael Keaton. Um, that was, yeah, that was the first post credit scene. Um, I'm glad how they went straight into it. That was cool. They didn't make us wait a long time. No, no, they, they, it was a post credit. It was it was a post movie scene mm-hmm. and then like a post first credit scene. Bro, so. And it's the first credits to where they put a lot of effort into it and it's real theatrical and cinematic and then not just the bullshit credit. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's, not the, it's not the black and white credits. The you ones know? you have the, to the wait you, super oh. long until the, it shows yeah. the fucking studios. <laughs> it, was that, it was after the cool credits. <laughs> so... I appreciate that. Um, at the very end, we get Dr. Michael Morbius um, mm-hmm. yeah. driving away somewhere. And then we, in the distance, we see some fire. And uh, is it Ghost Rider? No, it's uh, Adrian Toomes. Bro, most, I thought it was fucking Ghost Rider. I was about to be lit. I was like, okay, thank you. I, I feel like I, I felt like an idiot. Are... I felt like an idiot for thinking you could be like Ghost Rider or someone. Maybe I, maybe, no. maybe we're both fucking idiots. Bro, I, I think we're just so we're Marvel motherfucker. And bro, like, it's just it looked like an orange fucking lit up motorcycle on fire or some shit. I mean, and no, how Adrian low Toomes. it was. It was like, why is the vulture gonna be flying that fucking? But it was low? the vulture. Um, <laughs> it was the vulture. It wasn't even. Cool. He, was just, he was gliding. Uh, his armor looked cooler than it did in the Spider-Man movie. Bro, his fucking face. Like, that looked... They made it look more vulture-like. Yeah, I liked his it. His helmet. It looked like a little beak. Now, some people are saying... I don't know if I... I can't confirm it, because I uh, didn't compare it, but some people are saying that the wings look like the ones from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
From The Amazing Spider-Man 2? Yeah. <gasps> oh, from Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Got you. So I mean, his armor looked fucking dope. But it just begs the question, Gerardo, why Morbius and Adrian Toomes? Why the Vulture? And that was my biggest question. Well, because like, they're trying to fill out the Sinister Six, I think. But, hey, but let's keep but it a stack, bro. Want... Morbius isn't evil like that. I can see it from the Vulture because he's a fucking criminal. Cl- Michael Morbius had a fucking well, conflict it's, it's, the it's, entire... Well, it's their fault for making Michael Morbius... In- Anti-hero instead of just a, a fucking he, villain. Well, he's not even an anti-hero. He's like just a hero. He's a straight-up <laughs> hero. I mean, the biggest conflict he had was the fact that he was turning into a monster in this movie. So it doesn't make because Adrian Toomes is a straight criminal. So when he's he's a crook and he's cool, you and know, he's, he's like, just he's like I'm gonna kill you, Spider-Man. <laughs> I, got a, I got a gun in my car, bro. He fucking flexed on Spider-Man having no powers and a goddamn pistol. Like he's in, Spider-Man's in his backseat, Tom Holland, and Adrian Toomes is banging on him. Like, bro, I will shoot you with this goddamn gun. Fuck you. Now go, now go dance with my daughter. <laughs> go dance at- with my daughter. He's like, yes, sir. And he's fucking shook. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like, why is a criminal going to be fucking well, around Well, at with the this? end, they say, let's do some good together. <laughs> Michael Keaton, who obviously was not on set, <laughs> he recorded this shit separate for sure. He, was re- he recorded this shit on the set of Batman, on the set of The Flash. <laughs> Recording. <laughs> he it up. Zoomed in. <laughs> I can zoom you guys and just take that. I don't know why I'm here. Must have something to do with Spider-Man. <laughs> Let's team up together. Do some good. Must have some, do Let's, some good. I'm uh, like, I'm like what the Michael Morbius says, mm, intriguing. It sounds intriguing. And uh, I just... Why? That was my thing. I think this movie, I don't think it's single-handedly, but I think it's a, something that really did not contribute to what was a really cool... St- I mean, was a, the whole multiverse storyline from uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. It was cool. You know, it, it seems it felt like it ended certain things and it started new things, you know, a new chapter for Peter Parker. This felt completely unrelated and unnecessary for that. Yeah, so... Michael Keaton was actually supposed to show up in the middle of the movie and help break him out of prison and play kind of a still a small part, but like a bigger part. And uh, after Spider-Man No Way Home came out, uh, they kind of had to retool a lot of things. Bro, they just teleported his ass. That's all it was. It felt kind of cheap, but... I mean, I mean that's... I mean, uh, they just I teleported that, him. I mean, that's what they did with the Green Goblin 2 and... Yeah. Home. Oh, yeah, and it was like it felt better with fucking Green Goblin. This it was well, just like why Adrian Toomes and Michael Morbius. It was, it was like that connection. Yeah. It's building well, towards the Sinister Six. Well, I don't know because it, the the guy mentioned you know Adrian Toomes mentioned Spider Man, and Michael Morbius responds like maybe he knows who Spider Man is. So I don't know. Yeah, Michael Morbius don't even know. Sp- I'm like Morbius don't even fucking know Spider Man. <laughs> he should be like who? <laughs> yeah. Right? So I just um, I don't know, but um, this movie probably. It's a low budget. It's probably it probably may, it's gonna make its money. Maybe we'll see. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're seeing, gonna see Morbius in like uh, Venom three. Yeah, I mean, wasn't that was that in the movie? He was like, he was like, who are you? He was like, I am Venom. Didn't he say Venom? Yeah, he said yeah. And then, but uh, they <laughs> took out the the part from the trailer where afterwards, where he's like, no, I'm just I'm just Michael Morbius. Yeah, they took out that. Now, here and there, here he's like, I'm Venom. And they acknowledge Venom somewhere. We haven't had this. The fucking detective says that. Oh, not detective. I guess they're FBI or some shit. Tyrese and the other dude. No, they're detectives. Like they're detectives. They're FBI detectives. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, we haven't had this in San Francisco. I'm like, oh, what's that a nod to? It's, it's just another yeah. movie that's trying to tie in dude, with two different heard, universes. I just, heard your, I just heard your neck crack over the microphone. Oh, did you? That I'm, wearing, I'm wearing the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners take it all in. <laughs> neck cracks are real. real oh, most relieving thing. 
Definitely. I, like, I wake up in the morning, and, like, I get up, and then, like, I move my my neck to the side, and then, like, it explodes, and it's great. <laughs> so funny. That's the only time some people can crack their necks in the It morning. is. It's the only time I can crack my neck, or if I've been sitting down for, like, a really long time. Yeah, if you can crack your neck after the morning, then you're a real neck cracker. You know what I'm saying? That, bo- that bad boy is built to crack. So. Yeah, I, can, I cannot do it more than, like, <laughs> if I try to do it more than once a day, like, it hurts. Oh man! But, but yeah, um, I didn't. I, yeah, wasn't crazy about the tie-in uh, with Adrian Toomes. I thought Vulture. it was amazing, <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to see the future of this universe. Yeah, the Venom Morbius verse. God. <laughs> and then now we got Craven coming up next. Another one that's just they want to make that Madam Web movie with uh, Dakota Johnson as a uh, Madam Web. Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey, huh? Yeah. There's a Madam Web that used to be uh, Spider-Woman. Yeah. So it might, might be her, maybe. Yeah, I like the old Madam Web and the Spider-Man cartoon. But now that, you know, at first I didn't believe they were making all these movies, but now that they made Morbius, I'm like, damn, I guess they really are going to make oh, a... Oh, please don't count Sony out A Craven movie. Yeah. Please don't count them out while making sh- movies that are so unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, so... But, um... Do you know what I did appreciate about this movie? What's that? It didn't feel like an MCU movie. Oh, absolutely. I, that, I like that. I like... Absolutely. I, I, this movie felt like it was from 2005. And I know a lot of people don't like that. But I watched Daredevil when it came out. Bro. So this I type watched of Dare- movie... Yes. I don't know if I'm more immune to it, or I don't know if I've been watching too many K dramas lately. <laughs> but I did it, this movie. Honestly, while I was watching it, I was entertained. It wasn't bugging me too much. I was, I was, I was laughing because some of the stuff was just so fucking stupid in it. <laughs> That's like, fucking hilarious. Deadly to humans, fatal to bats. <laughs> I know, but some of the <laughs> that, that was. I'm glad you were entertained. I, I wasn't. I wasn't over here saying it's one of the worst movies while I was watching it. Um, but just some of the fucking writing and the dialogue. Was yeah, just, it's it's it's. It yeah. feels like well, I mean, what were your expectations going into this? I didn't have high expectations. They were, they going were rock, the fact that they made they this movie already. Was, exactly. I'm like, one, we already don't need a Morbius movie, yeah. but I'm still gonna go. I felt and watch I it. was entertained. Yeah. And uh, I think that's all the movie needs to do because at least it was short. So for some people, it felt long. Not for me. I think this movie's better than like Thor The Dark World. Mm-hmm. I think this movie's better than um, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah. I, you know, I like how it didn't feel MCU, just like how the Venom movies feel like their own thing. This felt like it was a Venom mo- in the Venom world, honestly. Yeah. Um, the Venom world doesn't have the best writing either. No, this fuck felt, no. This felt on par with Venom. Absolutely. Very, uh, very on par with Venom. Like, and not, and, um, like, you can watch Venom and then Venom 2 and then this all in a row, and it feels like the same franchise. Very much feels like the same universe. And all of those movies, you know... You know, people are saying, who's this for? It's for the people that watch Venom. Exactly. I'm like, if you can watch Venom and you can watch Venom Let There Be Carnage, you can watch Morbius. Yeah. If you can sit through those two movies, which many people are, are going to may say those aren't the best fucking superhero movies, but who cares? It's like, you know, we... They're actually the best. Like my, fa- <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> to be to be quite frank. Uh, but oh, one more part that uh, <laughs> bugged me. Uh, when Michael Morbius, uh, he runs up, uh, he, he flies up like 12 stories, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyrese 
gets up there in like three seconds. <laughs> he just maybe they did cut out something with his arm. Maybe he was supposed to like just fly up there with yeah. his arm because he literally got up there two seconds after Jared Leto got onto the roof. I was like, this is this is some crazy shit here. <laughs> That's hilarious. Tyrese Gibson, he wasn't all woo. This time, you know. Oh no, they definitely, yeah. This is the most restrained role yet. Tyrese. Absolutely, he was. He was. I respect the boy for really trying to embody the cop role. You very much feel that in his mannerisms and in the yeah. fucking writing. In Tyrese his the goat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I used to watch Tyrese and Baby Boy all the time, and he was a singer back in the day. You know, now too fast, it's, too furious, too fast, and he was good in that. You know that that role, and then his. <laughs> His character in that Fast franchise has changed over time. They fucking played him, actually. And, he, and then he played himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, but I should. Um, do I have anything else for Morbius? I mean... I mean, uh, I, like, could, I could go on about Morbius. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's my favorite movie. Honestly, bro, I really like the look. Like, when he becomes a vampire, that looks straight like fucking... I mean, his little his little coat, his little cloak. Yeah, I'm like that's that's a cool look, you know. That's yeah, uh, a classic one. It's cool, a little purple inside. He's yeah. fighting the guy with the white suit. Just very much a character that's like without that protagonist, without that Spider-Man, it's where you really need a cool villain and all that shit. And yeah, I wasn't crazy about this one. So uh, yeah, that's so, my final thoughts about Morbius. So out of uh, out of five, out of five bags of blue blood, <laughs> what, do you, what do you give this one? Five bags of blue blood, not the red stuff. We're talking. Not, not, yeah. So this is what the synthetic blood is. That what it's called? Yeah. Um, Actually, no. We'll go red stuff because because we're we're real we're real Morbius. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna keep it a stack, and I'm gonna get shoot this movie a solid two point five out of five. Ooh, we are yeah. in a, agreement here. <laughs> I was literally after I saw the movie, I was like, I'm gonna give it two and a half. <laughs> Morbius gets a two and a half. It's out not of hurting five. anybody. Yeah. It's not. It's not threatening your family. Oh yeah. It's not. <laughs> And bro, a two point five. That's that's a very fair yeah, judgment. It's of a this short. Looking. It's a short movie. I mean, if you rate it's it, a slice you, of life. Yeah, if you rate this movie lower, I sure go ahead. Yeah, but I I don't I, I this movie isn't even worth that much energy to rate it low. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is just it's just, it's just watches. This over is the you. type of movie if you pull up and you're willing to watch, you are clearly a fan of this universe and a fan oh, of just well, these movies. I just you know, I watched it. I was like, yeah, I went to the movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't have high expectations for this one. I mean, just 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 know that this is going to change your life. <laughs> just know this is know the, what you're walking into, just, listeners. Just, just know, next year at the Oscars, <laughs> just, just be ready for Mike, Michael Morbius to walk up there with his crutches. Motherfucking Michael. So that's the show. That's the show. Wow, wow. Oh, and you know, quick Gerardo, quick shout out to um, True Fit Hat. The boy, my boy Tim Diaz from high school. He's um, true fit. Yeah, we we done a shout out to him on the pod before, and he redesigned some of the hats. A little simple look, shooting one my way. So listeners, go ahead. And, uh, it's true fit. T R U, fit. <laughs> F I T. So go ahead and uh, look look up true fit on Instagram. There's some really comfortable hats. But yeah, the boy. Shout out to the boy. He always listens to the pod. So um, I got a shout out to the boy. Shouts. Yeah. Alrighty, everybody, be safe. Be Peace. safe out there, y'all.